All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Things Credit podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the credit system and how it works as a whole. I want you to imagine a triangle. Of course, the tippy point at the top and then the base at the bottom. I want you to place FICO as a company at the top of the triangle. And no, this isn't some Illuminati stuff. I'm just making it to make a simple verbal presentation. So FICO at the top, then at the bottom of the triangle from left to right, I want you to put the credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion at the bottom left, and then put the banks on the bottom right. So triangle, FICO at the top, bottom left to right, credit bureaus, banks. Cool? Cool. How does this cycle work? Well, think about it. When you're below the age of 18, when banks don't have anything to report about you, you don't have a credit score. So when you don't have information from the banks, the banks don't have information to give to the credit bureaus, and the credit bureaus don't have information to give to FICO. This is why when we're older and we're looking to establish credit, this is how the system works. Let's say you're 18, you apply for your first credit card. Great. The banks then get the data and furnish it believe it or not, they actually pay the credit bureau's money to report the information. The banks report that information to the credit bureaus. Then the credit bureaus make a nice, neat little package and give that information to FICO so that FICO can then give you a number. It's FICO is just nothing more than a giant calculator in the most simplest terms. Let's go back. Banks and or creditors, this also accounts for collection agencies as well, because they are technically creditors. Creditors get that information, report it to the credit bureaus, then the credit bureaus make a nice package, send it to FICO, and then just imagine that triangle cycle all over again. Because then, depending on the situation, FICO would then give that FICO score back to the banks, and it all repeats. This is also going to answer a lot of questions from people as to why their credit reports and credit scores are so different. Let's focus on the credit reports because it's a lot easier to understand than the FICO scores. Let's say you get a credit card or a loan or whatever from a smaller bank or credit union. Let's say that smaller bank or credit union only reports to two credit bureaus. Let's say it's only towards Equifax and TransUnion, but they don't report anything to Experian. There could be a number of factors. One, it's either too expensive. Two, they don't really care to report to Experian. Or three, they just never thought about it. Or there's another reason why an entity won't report to said credit bureau. It's different. It doesn't have to be anything specific, but there's a reason why they're not reporting to the credit bureaus. Same thing when you get a collection. That collection agency could only just report to Experian, but they don't report anything to the other two credit bureaus. Why? Well, that debt collection agency may know that Experian is the most widely used credit reporting agency in the world, so they're only going to use them and not the other two. This is why you're going to have different information reporting on your different credit reports, because depending on the creditor, or depending on the bank, they get to pick and choose 
which bureau they want to report to. They're not held by any state or federal law demanding that they report to all three credit bureaus. It will be a simple fix, but that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. That's why your credit reports are going to have varying information. This is also going to contribute as to why your credit scores are also different from each credit bureau. Not only just the fact that there are going to be different pieces of information that are not reporting to all three credit bureaus, but if you think about it, excuse me, if you think about it a little bit deeper, these are three separate companies that are going to have three varying policies of how they send, how they receive, how they uh, change, how they report information. And they may weigh certain things differently than the other credit bureau, which is why one Experian report or credit score could have you have a 769 and uh, TransUnion can have have you at a 780 and Equifax could be a, a 732. That's why they're all different because we're going to have different ways of sending and receiving information. It's such a racket. It's ridiculous. But let's think about it even further. If we go back to that cycle, banks, credit bureaus, FICO, and again, think about all the other credit monitoring sites like Credit Karma. There is also sites from Discover that they offer and a plethora of other options I can't think about, but let's just look at Credit Karma because it's most widely known that their information that they're going to get is most likely going to be outdated because by the time they get the information from the credit bureaus and when they give you notification, hey, you have an update on your credit report, it's most likely old because the new information probably just got furnished this month. If you think about it, because Credit Karma, they're not the credit bureaus. So Credit Karma, another data collection agency, has to buy that information from the credit bureaus and have a report on their end. And Credit Karma can't buy information from FICO. They're technically competing with FICO. And they use a, an entirely different credit scoring system altogether, which is Vantage 3.0. So that's why whenever you look at your Credit Karma information, even though you may take it as fact, it's most likely going to be outdated information and it's not going to be true. If you want to get the most up-to-date information of your credit reports, you get it from annualcreditreport.com. You can get your reports for free weekly. It's no longer free once a year. It's now free once a week, thanks to COVID. So you have access to your information. Let's think about it in a different way. Let's say you're the type of person that has your credit card maxed out, but you pay your credit card off in full each month. However, when you go to get your credit reports, and let's say you are buying a car, and you check your score, your score is lower than what you anticipated. But let's say you're doing everything right. Utilization is low, or you pay your card off in full each month. You have low inquiries. You've had your card for quite some time. Everything should be good, but why? you're thinking to yourself, why is your score so low? This is why. I'm going to explain. Let's say your payment 
your credit card payment is every 28th of the month, or let's say it's the last day of the month, and you make your payment on that due date. What you want to do, and I've heard this as well, people say to make your payment on your statement or your billing cycle date. That's not entirely true. From what I have done, I have contacted my banks who I do business with and who I have credit cards with, and I double-checked. I said, hey, and you can call customer service or the number on the back of the card, and you can call them and ask them, hey, customer service rep, when do you report information to the credit bureaus? Now, depending on the bank, they're going to say, well, we report information every first of the month, the last day of the month, or the 15th of the month, depending on who it is. And you say, okay, cool. Have a good day. What does that mean to you? What that means is whatever data the credit bureaus get from the banks, because mind you, there's no one at the credit bureaus, there's no one Experian calling Wells Fargo. Hey, Wells Fargo, I'm just going to update on Sandra Smith's application or Sandra Smith's credit card. What's her current balance? Yeah, 5000 Okay. What's her, what's her credit card limit? 5000 Okay. Minimum payment? No one is doing that. <laughs> I would have kept going. No one is calling individually, getting every single person's information. It's all computers. Wells Fargo computer sends information to the credit bureau. Credit bureau says, cool, great, thanks, got it. Message sent, receive, right? So what does that mean to you? What that means is, let's say you have your card with Wells Fargo, but you make your payment. Wells Fargo is then going to send that information because, mind you, when you make payments on your credit cards, it's not instant. It takes three to five business days to make your payment to show and reflect on your credit card. Right? Right. So when that happens, the bank in their internal system says, okay, ABC client made their card payment in full. They are on time. They were not late. Everything is good, right? Wrong. <laughs> Wells Fargo, even though they got your payment, it's not applied to your credit card because of that three to five business day turnaround time. So when it comes to sending information to the credit bureaus, Wells Fargo is going to say, Sandra Smith, credit line, 5000 credit card balance, $4,899. On time, yes. Past due, no and everything else of the credit card sent to the credit bureaus. However, let's say you make your payment a week early, then that $0, zero cent balance then reflects on your credit card. Then when the first of the month comes, then the bank is gonna say, Sandra Smith, credit line, 5,000, balance, $0, zero cents. On time, yes, past due, no, and everything else with the credit card. That's it. That is literally it. It's all when data is being reported about you. This is why if you're the type of person that keeps or doesn't keep a balance in a credit card, but you max it out and then pay it off, and you're wondering your score so low, this is the reason why. The data that's being reported about you is not correct. So when you are making your payment, call your bank up first, ask them, when do you report information to the credit bureaus? Listen to the date that they tell you. 
make your payment a week before that date. Then, once they start reporting accurately about you, watch your score increase. Now, mind you, this is for the person that pays off their credit card in full each month. If you're the type of person that keeps the balance, keep an eye on what balances are are being reported about you when you call your bank and ask them, when do you send information to the credit bureaus? Because think about it, it's all about that cycle. It starts with the banks or the creditors reporting that information about you. Then they sell or they pay to have that information reported to the credit bureaus, and then the credit bureaus give it to FICO. So in a nutshell, probably oversimplified, that's how the credit system works as a whole. It's all a giant cycle. It's all about dates. And mind you, it's not about your due date. It's not about your statement date. It's about when the banks report the information. That's the most important date. I don't care about anything else. That's what you want to focus on. And that's when, and that's what's going to help you increase your score. Because again, it's all a giant cycle. It's all about data. What's the data say about you? So I hope this episode kind of peels the layer even more so the credit system and helps you to understand why your score is the way it is, why is there different varying scores, and why certain information is not being reported about you. And without further ado, have a good rest of your day.